This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello and welcome to our show. Uh, It's great to have you with us and it's good on our part to know that so many people are listening to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. And I judge that by the number of calls and comments that we hear uh, each week. So uh, thank you for uh, joining us. Today, uh, we're going to be covering in some detail one of the new retirement withdrawal rules that was created by the recently enacted SECURE Act uh, 2.0, and this is important. Uh, You don't want to miss this information, so stay tuned, especially if you have retirement assets that you're holding in uh, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, those types of plans. And I'm going to title today's show the retirement rule that could backfire. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to remind everyone to visit usdebtclock.org for the latest updates to our nation's uh, debt, deficit, and unfunded liability problems. Uh, You can find a variety uh, of information uh, on these issues at that website. And at the top right, they uh, have a time machine uh, button. You can play with and project uh, this debt uh, picture out and uh, take a look at just how dire uh, this situation becomes in just a few years. You know, we uh, highly recommend that everyone listening be informed when it comes to this issue of uh, government debt and consider how your current uh, income plan structures, your current retirement plan uh, structures uh, may or may not hold up in face of this mounting uh, debt crisis and the higher tax rates that we believe will be coming as a result of it. You know, Washington, D.C. right now is in the middle of uh, discussions to raise the debt limit, and I've even uh, heard some politicians saying that we need to do away with the debt limit altogether. You know, if they do, uh, it, it sounds like it's really out there, but if they do, that would mean the government could borrow as much money as they want without any boundaries. Can you imagine that unlimited borrowing by our politicians? Uh, Is that good for America? Well, uh, you and I know here in southwest Indiana uh, the answer uh, to that. And uh, it certainly would not be good for our retirement because we know that debts have to be repaid, and the only way the government can uh, make payments on anything is by taking uh, that out of our wallets in the form of tax dollars. But the key, uh, regardless of what government does, is to make sure you have taken the necessary steps within your retirement plans to be as prepared as you can for that day when tax rates go up. If you have any questions or concerns uh, about your retirement, call me this week at 812-787-0809. And uh, let's have a, a review of your current plan And uh, if necessary, we can uh, make some suggestions as to revisions that you might want to put in in place. 
I've uh, been promising over the last couple shows to give you the dates for our upcoming spring workshops, and I have those for you today. We'll give them again at the end of the show. But uh, the first one will be Tuesday, April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center in Huntingburg, Indiana. The start time there is 6.30, and we do that at 6.30 to give our people coming up from the Santa Claus and Dale area a little extra time uh, to, to make the trip. Uh, and then on Thursday, the 6th of April, will be at the Schnitzelbach in Jasper, and that start time is 6 p.m. So Tuesday, April the 4th, 6.30 in the Huntingburg Event Center. Thursday, April 6th, and the Schnitzelbach in Jasper at 6 p.m. Reservations are required, so call me at 812-787-0809. I will uh, speak for about 50 minutes to an hour, and then we'll have a dinner following the presentation and during dinner a time for questions and answers. Tony Shore is with me uh, again today. Tony, welcome. You know, anytime Congress passes a new law, it takes uh, some time to uh, digest uh, the details and to look at the potential impact uh, for uh, our listeners and our clients. And we've pulled uh, a section of these new rules out today to cover, and it's really an important issue for all retirees. Well, it's a huge issue. And Mike, it's great to be with you today. And yes, the details are critical. And I, I can't believe what you were saying there. I mean, new laws get passed these days without Congress or senators even reading what they're voting on ahead of time. And I know this latest bill, the the Appropriations Act of 2023, has more than 4,000 pages. And so there's a lot of details there. And I'm glad you're going to take the time to dig deep and share what you find I think it's important for your listeners to understand for their retirement plans uh, a lot of these things that are being passed, the changes that are being made. So what do you have for us first today, Mike? Well, we're going to be looking at an article from Wealth Advisor. The uh, article date is uh, January 16th of uh, this year. The title of the article is New Retirement Withdrawal Rule Could Backfire in a Costly Way. Uh, you know, we, we covered in a, in a recent show, the SECURE Act 2.0, and most people have heard by now that uh, in these revised rules, the initial start date for uh, people to begin their required minimum distributions was raised from 72 to 73. And then uh, when we get out to 2033, the RMD start age will be uh, 75. So let's, let's consider that uh, today in our discussions. You know, uh, if we uh, delay uh, starting the uh, distribution, that obviously will allow the account to continue to grow tax-free for a, a few more years until the mandatory distributions begin. And uh, along with it, it allows us the opportunity to make uh, contributions to those tax-deferred accounts. But we need to keep the bigger picture uh, in mind. You know, more tax-deferred growth and a few more years of tax-deductible contributions may lead to larger withdrawals when it's time to take those RMDs. You know, when they begin, uh, it's possible that those payouts will be larger than they might have been if we would have started at age, you know, 70 or 71 or, you know, um, uh, some, some prior time with the discretionary distributions from our accounts. And uh, the, the danger is that by delaying the RMD, it will put us in a higher tax bracket. 
you know, that by itself uh, should be concerning enough. Uh, but listeners, uh, we have several points on this we want to make today. And the next one is, it may also affect what you pay in tax on your Social Security income. So we need to be asking ourselves, you know, does it make sense to continue building the tax-deferred account balances, uh, anticipating that because of the massive uh, debt issue that our uh, nation faces, it's possible that tax rates are going to be higher in the future than they are today. That's a consistent theme uh, here uh, on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, And uh, a good time to uh, remind everyone of uh, what David Walker, the former U.S. Comptroller General, believes. You know, we uh, want to remember his testimony to Congress back in 2008 and uh, in uh, some of uh, his books. Uh, He feels very strongly uh, that tax rates needed to double way back in 2008 testimony you just, you know, tax rates needed to double, he said, in order for the United States to meet its obligations. So with that in mind, here's the question again, is delaying your uh, required minimum distributions from IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, is that approach laying the best foundation for your long-term retirement success? Or might there be uh, better ways uh, to prepare And uh, everybody, uh, everyone listening today should be uh, asking that question. When is the right time for me, my spouse, uh, within our planning uh, to start taking those uh, RMDs? We need to consider the tax. We need to consider the implications on uh, our Social Security. So uh, uh, important stuff to to be uh, considering for, for everyone listening today. Yeah, I think you make a great point here, Mike, and I'm glad you're talking about this because a lot of people hear, wow, they're raising the, uh, you know, uh, required minimum distribution age, so I don't have to take uh, distributions before I'm 73 now. That's great. Well, it might not be great. I mean, you're right. You're making a good point here. If we try to stuff or take more income during a shorter distribution period, uh, not just for ourselves, but maybe for our beneficiaries, we're going to end up paying more in taxes and be bumped into a higher tax bracket possibly. So instead of just, you know, distributing assets that are classified as tax deferred over, you know, let's say uh, age 70 and a half to life expectancy, uh, you wait to start those RMDs until age 73 through life expectancy. Sure, you're compressing a larger dollar amount into a narrower distribution period. Uh, I think you, I'm glad you pointed that out. I never thought of it that way. So uh, more dollars are going to come out in a shorter period of time, and that could put you in that higher tax bracket, right? Yeah, Tony, uh, it, it's a huge point, uh, you know, to be cons- considered. And, you know, it's it's not enough just to grow assets. Having a plan for uh, their distribution is key. And, and the things that we're talking about today uh, go into formulating a distribution plan. So, yes, this is a, a huge issue. We need to have a plan for the distribution of our assets. You know, one that I believe is uh, uh, smart, uh, one that's tax savvy uh, and consistent, as we always say, with the uh, individual needs of each uh, household. And there's nothing uh, cookie cutter uh, about this. Uh, knowing the ins and outs uh, about RMDs uh, and uh, how 
they need to be structured for each household uh, is key. Uh, how the decision on uh, the timing of RMDs impacts other areas of retirement income uh, is crucial. So let's consider the second part uh, of the issue that I uh, brought up a little bit earlier uh, as a prime example of my point. How can RMDs impact my Social Security income and how might my Social Security income be taxed as a result of my RMD strategy? Well, if you have assets and qualified accounts, as we've mentioned, those RMDs do impact how much of your Social Security benefit might be included on your uh, IRS Form 1040. If you file a federal tax return as an individual and your combined income, your adjusted gross income, uh, including non-taxable interest from investments, you take that and you add one half of your Social Security benefits and you come up with a total. If that total is between $25,000 and $34,000 and as an individual, you may have to show 50% of your Social Security on your 1040 and pay tax on it. Depending on your adjusted gross income, you may have to put 85% of your Social Security income on your 1040 at your tax rate. And what we're talking about here is this provisional income issue that uh, we've uh, uh, spent quite a uh, good amount of time here in the last uh, several months noting on our show. You know, what is provisional income? Provisional income is uh, all income from all sources, including interest income from tax-free municipal bonds, plus one half of your Social Security. Now, there are some accounts uh, that the income that's created, uh, like Roths or income from life insurance, are not includable. So uh, these things factor into provisional income, and the determination then is how much of your Social Security goes on your 1040. So if you delay taking funds from your uh, IRA types of accounts, you know, your RMD is based on a shorter life expectancy that compresses the income in a, to a shorter period of years, as Tony, uh, you just explained. And if taxes do increase, that's going to lead to a higher tax bill and more of our Social Security uh, being taxed. So again, one decision uh, in uh, this area uh, can and, and will impact decisions that we make uh, in other areas of our, our retirement income strategy. So we ha- need to know how uh, these different puzzle pieces fit together. Uh, Eileen O'Connor is the founder of Hemington Wealth Management, and I saw an interview that she gave to Yahoo Finance, and in the uh, interview she said uh, there's a a potential trade-off, and and that is that there could be higher RMDs later, and she says guessing what future income tax rates will be is quite a large gamble for a retiree to take. And if they are higher, she says, that would be worse than having uh, taken the RMDs at a much earlier age. Now, we've often said, Tony, here on our show that uh, putting money into uh, tax-deferred accounts uh, is, uh, in essence, like giving the IRS a a blank check. We know today the tax deduction that we get for making a contribution to our 401k or our IRA, but we don't know. Uh, where tax rates are going to be 
you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 30 years or 40 years from now for uh, those who are just entering the, the, the workforce. So is that really a position we want to be in where we don't know how much of our retirement uh, income the IRS is going to want to levy uh, taxes on? You know, we've written about that uh, significantly uh, over time. You know, we don't want to be in a position to uh, let the IRS uh, raise tax rates. And it's hard to plan an income when we don't know how much of it's going to be ours to keep and how much of it's going to to be taken in the way uh, of taxes. So to me, uh, the big point here, Tony, is that we need to have a plan that considers all these factors. Uh, And uh, let me get a quote in here from uh, one of our, our favorites. That's Ed Slott. And Ed says this, uh, people who don't need money from their IRA think they're saving something by delaying their RMDs. But over a long period of time, they may end up paying more tax by waiting to age 73, especially if they're only taking the minimum amount that they're forced to take uh, to satisfy the um, IRS uh, formula. So, you know, Eileen O'Connor uh, is, is uh, saying that there's a significant trade-off that we need to be aware of. And Ed Slot's saying that uh, uh, just uh, delaying it because we have adequate other income may not be the smart play. And both of these could wind up costing us uh, more uh, of our income in the way of uh, payments of unnecessary uh, income taxes on these deferred accounts. Yeah, time. and uh, Ed Slot. If there's anybody who would be on top of this issue, it's Ed. In fact, Mike, I got a chance to meet and talk with Ed uh, about a month ago, and at a financial conference, and it was really exciting listening to him talk, and then being able to talk to him one on one. And I know you're always quoting Ed on the show because he is. Uh, I think he's our nation's foremost expert on a tax advice in retirement IRAs, Roth IRAs, and retirement accounts. So, Yeah, yeah he is. The Wall Street Journal recognizes Ed as the foremost uh, yep. authority when it comes to taxation of qualified yeah, assets. Yeah, he's, he's the guy. So, uh, And I know you're constantly staying updated and educated and uh, you, from Ed, and I think that's great. And if, uh, you know, Ed's latest book, you did a series on his latest book here on the show, The Retirement Savings Time Bomb. And I think if any of our listeners want to seriously understand this tax issue as it impacts retirement income, you should subscribe to the Retirement Talk with Mike Graber podcast, subscribe to this show, and listen to that entire series on Ed's book. Uh, It's well worth anyone's time to do that. Uh, But Mike, this issue isn't just limited to the federal income tax impact or tax on Social Security. There's even more to consider here, isn't there? There is, Tony. It's, it's, it's a wide-ranging uh, 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 impact, and we're only talking about a few of these uh, issues today. Uh, but uh, hopefully, uh, by uh, starting this conversation, uh, we can get people to uh, you know, think broadly and, and to approach uh, their uh, RMD strategy uh, uh, in, the, in the context of, of having uh, a wide, open uh, uh, plan approach, you know, some comprehensive planning as they do it. So uh, yeah, you're you're right. You know, not having um, a fully thought through plan uh, for these RMDs can also impact impact this next area. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this would be the area of Medicare premiums. Uh, 
you know, delaying the RMD can have uh, repercussions as Medicare premiums are based on modified adjusted gross income. So that's your total adjusted uh, gross income plus tax exempt interest. So simply put, if we have higher income because we've uh, delayed our RMDs and we're, we're uh, being forced to take more money out uh, over a shorter period of time, we might wind up paying additional premium for Medicare Part B and also prescription drug coverage. And so uh, the reality is this, uh, the more money that we leave socked away in a tax-deferred retirement account for ourselves and and for our spouse, and then potentially for our heirs uh, to inherit, the bigger the tax might be uh, for for all of us. And um, I'm kind of throwing the Medicare uh, premiums into this tax bucket. It's it's additional monies that that we may have to spend because we didn't have a well thought through uh, timing and distribution strategy on uh, our uh, retirement assets. So, you know, just kind of a reminder everybody that uh, generally people inherit money when they're in their uh, peak earning years, and if you put on top of that uh, an inheritance from mom or dad's uh, IRA. Um, that uh, can really complicate and compound the tax problems uh, for those who are, are receiving it. So I would encourage everyone, you know, don't neglect to do the planning that it takes to minimize the taxes on your retirement uh, income. Uh, here at Tempus Retirement Advisors, we'd like to focus on a couple of areas, and that's eliminating and minimizing unnecessary uh, taxes. And um, if you have most of your retirement assets growing in tax deferred accounts, please call me this week and let's ask a few questions. Is that really the best way for you to uh, head into retirement? And if it isn't, we can take the steps necessary uh, to put you in a better position and potentially avoid these problems that we've outlined today. So I would encourage you, don't put it off any longer. Uh, there's no obligation. We don't charge uh, by the hour or anything like that. Call me and, and let's just have a, a good conversation in a first visit. My number is 812-787-0809. And uh, we appreciate you being with us today. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about um, how 13 different types of retirement income get taxed. And I want to remind everyone to uh, send in uh, your RSVP. If you would like to attend one of our spring retirement workshops, the dates for those again are Tuesday, April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center at 630 and then Thursday, April the 6th at the Schnitzelbach at 6 p.m. I'll speak for 50 to 60 minutes and then the Schnitzelbach's catering to the Huntingburg Event Center dinner for us and uh, we have usually 45 minutes or so of questions and answers after uh, and, and during uh, dinner. So I hope you'll uh, choose to join us. But hey, don't wait until April. If you have questions about your retirement income strategy, uh, give me a call again. My number is 812-787-0809. All right. Well, Mike, great show today. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with our host, Mike Craver. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individualized tax, legal fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Illustrations given are hypothetical examples and provided of illustrations purposes only. It does not represent real-life scenarios. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. Tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal information.